Hey everybody, welcome back to season two of Books, Bites, Booze, the podcast. If you're new here, I'm Madison. I'm Alexis. Hello everybody. Welcome to season two. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited. We're back. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. It was a long winter break and the holidays just got really busy for both of us, I think. You know, it kind of took us both by surprise. Um, a lot of stuff happened, some school, some family. We moved, you know, like lots of stuff just happened. Yeah. So we decided to take the holidays off and now just in time for spring, we are jumping into season two. Yes, and I think that we're starting off with the perfect book. We've got some awesome drink recipes, some food recipes, you know, we've had some time to prepare. I'm super excited. So in this episode, um, we're going to give you more drink recipes, two really awesome appetizers, um, and we are going to start our discussion on Reckless Girls. Yes, and the, you already posted the two pictures for the recipes, right? We're like voting which one? Yes, yeah. they are on our Instagram. Yeah, you can see them there. So before we get into all the good stuff, um, we're just going to kind of catch up with each other. It's been so long. I know. So what's new, Alexis? Oh my goodness, I feel like I haven't actually talked to you in forever. Um, I know. <laughs> it's been kind of crazy, but good. I started a new job, so I am doing contract work for fundraising for a nonprofit here in town, which is super exciting. Wow, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing that a couple of days a week. It's not long term, it's just a contract position until May. So I'm helping out the department while one of their people's on maternity leave. But it's super fun. Like I get to meet everybody and help out. And it's a theater company. So it's always super fun. Lots of productions. But um, it's definitely keeping me busy because now I'm doing Cheesecake Factory, the nonprofit, and I'm in school. So oh, yeah. it's like constantly chaotic here, but it's good. You know, we're on the grind. We're making move. Like we're doing it. Yeah. 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 So that's but, awesome though. But I haven't like had a chance to, I feel like I've dropped off the face of the earth, you know, like I haven't seen anyone because over the holidays, everything just gets so crazy. It does. I love it's the so hard. Yeah. And like, I love the holidays. Like I love seeing my family. I love coming home, like doing all the things, but it just uproots everything, you know? Yeah. But what about you? What have you been up to? Um, I guess since the last time we talked or since the last time we recorded, um, in October, Logan and I went to Cancun. Oh my God. Yes. With, um, my job, which was super fun. We had a blast. And then that was like our first time really like travel traveling together like ex- on like a big trip like that so that was a lot of fun so yeah and then just the holidays and now we are in the process of buying our house that we've been living in for a year we've been renting it for a year and now we are starting the buying process so that's really exciting i'm so excited oh my gosh yeah we love it um and so that's that's exciting. And then we have a Vegas trip coming up at the end of April as well. So Yes, it's for the Crime Con or whatever. Like what's yes, it called? Yes, Crime Con. We're going to Crime Con. Logan surprised me with tickets and that is like I've always wanted to go for like years. 
So I'm really, really, really excited about that. So before we kick things off with our discussion on Reckless Girls, um, Alexis, what cocktail are you drinking? Okay, I am celebrating the few months of winter that we have here in Alabama, and I'm drinking some red wine um, because I am a red wine in winter kind of gal. I love it. And this is the Menage a Trois, I think is how you say it. It's a red blend. So it's not like too dry. I feel like a lot of times I don't like red wines because I feel like they don't have a lot of flavor, which please wine connoisseurs do not come for me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's just like really good. It's a good balance between sweet and not too sweet, but um, like I'm actually going to refill my glass if you can hear it. I'm going to (laughs) like. I love that. But um, I really like it. It's good. This is the second time I've got this bottle. Like it's had me coming back. So I like it. Well, while you are soaking up the last few weeks of winter, I'm giving a recipe that is like jumping straight into spring slash summer. (laughs) So I'm kind of going with the theme of Reckless Girls and I'm giving um, a pina colada recipe. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we made these a lot um, like last summer around the pool. Basically, you can use whatever pina colada mix. I use one that has like a little bit of coconut flavor to it. It's like a coconut pina colada mix, but there's like several different that you can try. And then I add two shots of Malibu rum, two shots of vodka, and of your choice, but I use Tito's always. And then, of course, add ice and, you know, blend it all up to make it a frozen drink. But that's oh it. God. That sounds so good. Whenever um, whenever me and Tim went to Vegas, we hit every single daiquiri place. And I loved the pina coladas that they had. And they just, like, fill that cup up, you know? Yeah. That's what it always reminds me of anytime I drink a pina colada. I love a good frozen drink, especially during hot weather. So I'm sticking with the theme of you know, tropical and paradise and reckless girls that we're going to talk about. Okay, I am ready to jump in and talk about this book. So we are reading Reckless Girls by Rachel Hawkins. And I think we picked the perfect book to kick off season two. I'm obsessed. I read it so Me quick. too. <laughs> I, it is so good. <laughs> it is. It's like perfectly pristine, but then also you can tell something's wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, everything's going beautifully. They're on boats, in the ocean. They're on an island. They're on the beach, swimming, eating. But, like, something is wrong. (laughs) Tell me your thoughts. How are you feeling so far? Yeah, so we are, we just finished chapter 15 when, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't read it, be sure to read because we are going to drop spoilers but right when Robbie arrives so that is the point that we read up to and I'm really loving it yeah just like you said I'm loving like how how she wrote about the setting and like how beautiful like Hawaii is and how she talks about you know Moreau Island and all of that like I just love how it's like set up so Yes, it just feels like I'm there. Like I, it makes me want to go someplace tropical and drink a pina colada, like you said. <laughs> but like, we got to find somebody with a boat first. Like, we got to make a boat friend, and then we right. can go. I know. And do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, so let's like talk about the characters separately because I really want to know what you think about Lux. 
Okay. Main character. So I really love her name because Lux is so close to Lex, which is my name. So I just <laughs> like her, but I can't figure her out. Like I, I really love how she wants to be carefree, but she's very serious. And I feel like I'm a lot like that. Like I want to be carefree and adventurous, but I also take myself way too seriously. So I get that in her and I see why she's so attracted to Nico and why she wants to go and do these things. And like her heartbreaking backstory about her mom dying, just like that was so sad. And her dad being a shitty person in general was just really sad. I think, I think that Rachel Hawkins did an amazing job building Lux's character in general. I do too. Especially the first half of the book. But I want her to freaking spread her wings and, and be herself, you know, like I'm ready yeah. to have her moment. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of like piggybacking off of, Nico's dreams and what Nico wants and that she's like slowly realizing that that isn't really what she wants she's more so doing it for Nico you know yeah and like I think she wants adventure and I think that she wants to have something going on in her life but she needs her own like and it may be traveling the world on a sailboat but this is Nico's dream right yeah I agree. What do you think about Nico? First of all, I think his wealthy family background is sketchy and that it's going to come back up in part two, maybe in like the second half. I am just, I just have a lot of thoughts. I think that his character is exactly what Rachel Hawkins intended, but I think that he is just a classic douchey boy who's like, I'm not in it for the money. Like I don't have my parents money. And like, I don't know. That sounds so horrible of me to say, but like, I just feel like that story's overtold of the guy who's like leaving his family's money to make it on his own and is like too proud to be rich, you know? Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that he wants to work hard. I appreciate the fact that he wants to build his own boat and travel and do things. But like, I just feel like he's cut his family off completely and there's more to that story. Yeah, I do too. I definitely think there's something more to that half of things um yeah I don't know um but I I feel like every honestly I feel like every pair in this book has their own like sketchy backstory agreed and I think that they I think that Nico and Lux have a lot of chemistry but I feel like they almost don't know each other yeah I agree yeah which I I think goes for every person in this book so far I think that's a theme across the board yeah so I love Lux I like Nico so far but I don't love them as a couple correct yeah I think that they're both great and I think that they have their own things going for them but I think that as a pair they just don't bring out the best in each other I also think there is this sexual tension that is building up between Nico and Ama. Is that how we're going to pronounce her name? How the heck do you pronounce her name? I feel like it's Emma. Like in that show, what's it called? Sharpened Objects? Something Objects with, um, oh God, I'm going to have to look it up. But like the main character's name is Emma. Okay, like, that's perfect. Okay, because I've been okay. saying it wrong or in my head this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Emma. I'm not sure. But I uh, know I totally know what you're talking about. And they like flirt. And I don't know if Nico 
is just charming and is doing it unintentionally. But Emma is 100% coming for Lux's man right now. For sure. And I think that that is going to like come to a head and definitely going to cause problems in the second half of the book. Um, also, I did look it up. It is Sharp Objects, that move, or that TV show. I'm yes. Sharp the, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, the girl I'm thinking of is Emma. And it's got, yeah. Anyways, okay, that's totally side topic. But it's a very, not a common name that you hear, so. Yeah, Brittany and Emma's backstory as well that we get to see, like, in the before part of the book is pretty interesting, and I think it's going to have some really dark stuff in it, too. I agree. I think, like, I get a little confused on who is who. Like, um, like I know that present-day Emma is very sulky, very jealous. Standoffish, um, yeah. Standoffish, hard to get to know. And I know that present-day Brittany is very bubbly, like, also has her own trauma, but is, like, overcoming it, working to be friends with people and extroverted. But when we go into the past and we're like seeing their backstory I really get them mixed up (laughs) they are yeah and it is almost swapped because they talk about like Brit or uh Emma talks about you know Brittany crying when they're staying in those hostels Mm -hmm. and she is kind of like more the social one Emma is yeah and then they randomly threw in that girl Chloe who they met in Paris I want to say yeah. Um, and then that brought out the more jealous part of Emma. Emma got really jealous of how Chloe and Brittany were getting along. Um, yeah. But I did get a little confused in Paris whenever they were talking to Chloe and Emma referenced like the biggest lie she's ever told about herself. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. And I guess it was like the lie. The at which she told in order for like her and Brittany to become friends because they like have one terrible thing in common and like nothing else because we see that from like Brittany's side, I think. Yeah, I think somebody's, but do we know what the terrible thing is yet? I don't think we do. No, we don't. We don't. Okay, we only know Lux's backstory so far, everyone else is kind of a mystery. Yeah. And we do have Jake and Eliza, which is the other couple they meet when they get to the island. Yes, I'm obsessed with Eliza. She is so funny. Oh my gosh, I love her too. And her backstory blew my freaking mind. Um, Agreed. Okay, so... Her mom was like the maid for Jake's, her boyfriend his like rich family and then apparently they were like paying her to traffic drugs like she was trafficking drugs for jake's dad and she got caught and like went to jail for it and weren't um eliza's mom and jake's dad like hooking up or is that just the drug thing i think it was just like the drug thing and like i don't really know i we don't know with this like point in time if that's like 100% or if that's just what Jake assumed because she was spending so much time over there right 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 that's what it was because Jake was like no Eliza like you know our parents are fucking right and Eliza yeah. was like no no way yeah. like, that's not happening yeah yeah and so like I just feel like she's with him because of spite and I feel like that whole situation is also gonna blow up while they're on this deserted island 
Oh, agreed. I think that everyone's going to break up. I think everyone's going to want to kill each other, just like on the U.S. Moreau. And yeah. I think what it was, the USS Moreau. Yes. Um, I definitely think... Oh, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, shit's about to go down. I just love I believe, so this is my theory, I believe that Eliza wanted to go to that island to be alone with Jake so she could kill him originally on the island. I think that was her original plan. And then when Lux and Nico and Brittany and um, Emma showed up, that, like, is going to kind of squash her whole plan. Okay, that's an amazing theory. I didn't think that at all, but now that you say it, 100%. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what's going to happen between Eliza and Jake. I have no idea about the others. <laughs> um, I think that Emma is going to make a move on Nico. I haven't decided if I think that Nico is going to reciprocate, but if him and Lux keep like fighting, I definitely think he will. And I don't know if Brittany's going to catch them or if Am or if um, Lux is going to catch them, but somebody's going to catch him and it's going to go down. Yeah, no, I agree. And then the newest character that joined the group when where we finished off was Robbie. He was alone. And, um, so he just showed up on the island on its own and was like, oh, I heard, you know, somebody's of mine came and saw it a couple years back. I just thought I'd see what's up. And he's like American, but they are already kind of getting like a sketchy vibe from him. I loved the scene with all of them standing on the edge of the beach, just like not saying a word, being pissed off that he was there. I know. And like, I can so imagine that feeling that they were having, like they thought they were going to have this you know, deserted island vacation, and now there's seven of them. I know. And, like, when um, Lux and them pulled up and there were two extra people, they were a little disappointed. And now Robbie's pulling up on his boat single, like, just pulling up on his own. There's five. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm very curious to see how he is going to impact the story. Really curious to see what the history of this island like what is actually gonna happen like does it honestly like make people go crazy or like what are they gonna get into is it like haunted like I I don't know I'm just really curious to see what the island is actually all about because we haven't seen that much except how beautiful it is yet agreed and they went a little bit into the jungle and they found the landing strip like the old airplane landing strip but they haven't really gone that far into the jungle. And then I also am questioning if there was this huge shipwreck, where's the ship? Like, shouldn't yeah, there be true. like ruins of the ship, especially if it was a big, like 35 passenger ship. So I feel like, I mean, maybe they took it away when they came and rescued the survivors and they like took it off for parts. I don't know. But yeah. I just like expected there to be this shipwreck and like, evidence of people living there because if they were stranded for that long then I feel like we might be finding some ruins of them you know no yeah so I agree so yeah I'm excited um we will cover all of that in part two of our discussion and see if any of our predictions come true (laughs) I am excited usually yours come true Usually, I don't think that's true. I think yours usually come true. I don't think any of mine have ever came true. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start tracking it and seeing. We need to keep a tally. 
So to wrap up our episode, we're going to give you two awesome appetizer recipes. And um, then we also at the very end have a few news stories that we're going to talk about. So just as far as like books that are being made into like movies or TV shows and like any kind of like news surrounding authors of like some of our favorite authors or books or anything like that. So we have some good, um, some juicy stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm excited. We wanted to come up with a new segment and like keep it spicy. And so we thought it'd be fun to like talk more about stuff within the book community and like, you know, stuff that we can talk about with our listeners. And, you know, I just think it'd be really fun. So we'll talk about those news stories. But Madison, those potato skins that you made looked absolutely divine. Please tell me how you made them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I made those for um, the Super Bowl a couple weeks back. And um, they are so easy. So I just took like four to five um, like russet potatoes and washed them really good. Um, It really just depends on how many people you're making them for. So you can use, you know, six potatoes if you needed to or cut it down to three if there's just two people. So um, it really just depends on the crowd. But just um, slice your potatoes like an inch thick, I would say. Lay them thin on a baking sheet and um, top with olive oil. Just rub down like both sides of the potato with olive oil. Bake in the oven at 400 degrees for 15 minutes. Take them out, flip them, put them back in the oven for 15 minutes. um, And then take them out, top them with whatever toppings you want. I do cheese and um, bacon bits. But like literally anything you wanted to top them with, you could. Put them back in the oven for about five minutes until your cheese melts and pull them out. Top with um, sour cream or just eat them as is and they are so easy and so freaking good. They looked amazing. I definitely think those are perfect for like little bites to have when people come over, Super Bowl parties, any kind of like movie nights. They just look amazing. Yeah, and they are seriously so simple and you only need a few ingredients depending on what toppings you want. So yeah, they're easy. What about you? Tell me about your fried zucchini bites. Oh my goodness, they were so good. We made them on Valentine's. Tim surprised me with all of the ingredients to make like a multi-course gluten-free dinner. Um, Just because I've been getting like really frustrated the past couple of months with like eating, going out to restaurants, you know, I'm coming up on the year mark of me eating gluten-free. So I like, I just kind of got in this rut, but Tim surprised me with all of these amazing meals. So we made the zucchini poppers. We also made, um, this amazing Parmesan crusted chicken. Oh my goodness. It was so good. So I'll do the recipe for that one maybe next time, but for the zucchini poppers, we just took, I can't remember how many zucchini, but, you know, just depending on how much you're making, how many people you're feeding, we just took the zucchini, cut it up into bite-sized pieces. Originally, we did it in rectangles, but I do think it cooked better into the bite-sized pieces, so I do recommend doing it that way. Uh, We made a tempura batter with almond flour, almond milk, egg whites, and olive oil, and we just mixed it up, and you can kind of play with the 
the portions of it until it gets to be a really thick batter. Like we originally started, I think, with two cups of almond flour, two egg whites, and like a couple tablespoons of olive oil. And then we just kept pouring in the almond flour until it got to that thick, pasty feel. So you uh, do that and then you just put a little bit of salt and pepper, toss the zucchini in it, and then just pop it in the fryer. We just used a large pan on the stovetop, put some olive oil in there, fried it on up, put one, like maybe a minute, two minutes on each side. And then we put it on a plate, covered it with bacon bits. We melted some cheese on top and then, of course, topped it off with the Hidden Valley Ranch. Mwah, delicious. delicious oh my god it was so good I'm embarrassed to say that I probably ate three-fourths of the entire plate <laughs> that is so funny oh my god those sound so good and they looked even better yes and you're eating vegetables so it's like basically healthy you know yeah so we'll be putting both of these recipes um on our blog at bookswhitespooze.com and um you can read the exact ingredients and all of that um on our website So now to close this out, we are going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the book world. I'm so excited. I just want to keep talking and building these stories each week about like authors we've interviewed, catching up with them, like authors we want to interview, famous books, movies that are coming out. Like, yeah, just like things that we are like very excited about that I feel like the bookstagram community is also like really excited about so those are just kind of some of the things that we are going to talk about it of course won't be everything happening but um just like some of our favorite things so to start um an author that we actually interviewed last year carola lovering her tell me lies book is becoming a hulu series i believe i think it's a series um I'm pretty sure that it's a series, not a film, but that is super exciting. I have got to read this book because I feel like when it came out and when we were interviewing Carola, I kept saying like, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. It sounds so good. And I never did. I kept pushing it off and now it's being picked up to go into production. Like I've, I have got to read this book. Yeah. Maybe like when the series, um, comes out we might can do it like closer to that time so we can discuss it and then like review what we think of the show so that's really exciting and then another book that I have been meaning to read that is also becoming a Hulu movie like very soon if not out already I'm not really sure when it comes out but No Exit by um, Taylor Adams which was a very popular book I think last year um Maybe the year, I I don't actually know, but um, I know that it's like a super popular book in the bookstagram community and a lot of people are very excited about that. Yes, I'm excited to see what the movie is like. You know, I feel like everybody always says like, oh, the book was better. Like the book was better. So hopefully they do it justice. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. To be determined. Um, Another book that has come out lately jamie lynn spears book all the drama between the spears sisters have you been keeping up with it okay yeah i have and i actually like got in an argument with somebody in a facebook group over there (laughs) 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 and so that is like why i kind of added it to the topic because so i actually bought the book um and i am about halfway through it 
Okay, you're the first person that I have met or talked to or seen that has actually purchased it. Please tell me your thoughts. Yes. Okay, so I did purchase it because um, there was just like a lot of controversy around it. And I guess, you know, for good reason. Um, and my personal thoughts on it, and probably a whole bunch of people are not going to agree with my thoughts, but I'm going to say them anyway. Because you know that I'm gonna stick my mind. Yes, state your mind, stir the pot. I'm all about it. I just, I really purchased it because I just wanted to kind of see what was said in there, and like I feel like if I was gonna speak on it, then I should at least know. Um, And I just feel like everybody should have a chance to tell their own side of the story. Period. Yeah, I think um, that's a point. and like, I feel like both sides. Yeah, I understand that you know Brittany is probably not like in a place right now where she is ready to come out and tell her whole story, but I do feel like Jamie Lynn got so much of the heat thrown at her because of you know like everything that was going on with Brittany's family, and so I was just very interested to hear. Jamie's kind of side of things and to me it's just very obvious that both of them suffered a lot of like childhood trauma they were raised by like parents who did not know how to raise two kids coming up in like fame all of a sudden you know yeah and I don't Um, really think anybody um would like necessarily know 100% how to handle that but I just think it's very obvious that their family dynamic was not in the place to handle like their family being shot up to fame that quickly yeah um okay so I don't know if you saw this but I think they actually released it today that Britney Spears just signed a $15 million book deal she's writing a book oh gosh, I didn't see yes. that now $15 million. I think it makes her the second highest paid book That's deal. Crazy. It's, like, it's like, you know, they give you $15 million. And then if she sells more than $15 million, then she'll get more money. I think that's how that works. Please don't quote yeah. me on that. But right. she got, I mean, it's a $15 million book deal. It's one of the biggest book deals that's ever happened in the history of ever. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And I think it's just wild because we've got Jamie Lynn's book coming out. We've got Britney's book coming out. We've got all the documentaries coming out. Like, I mean, it, this is crazy. Yeah, I just feel like you're never, like, nobody's actually going to 100% know the truth, you know? No. That's just it. Like, you can't, there's always three sides to every story, right? There's um, her side, Britney's side, Jamie Lynn's side, and then the truth, like, is going to be somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I just felt like, I wanted to see what her side of things were and like I just think you can support Britney Spears but also really feel bad for Jamie Lynn and what she went through as well. Yeah yeah um okay I'm looking ahead I'm sorry I'm reading our Google Doc and I'm getting very excited because I didn't know the next news story um okay so book of the month is no no longer for anybody that has like book of the month i guess this will be breaking news unless you read your email today because i actually found out through my email so (laughs) oh yeah no i have not checked my email today (laughs) um but anyway so book of the month will no longer be limited to just five books to choose from 
Yes. So I think um, that starts in March. So like this month. And um, I think it's like seven books to choose from. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I just got an email that said, I think like some months it might still be five, but you're no longer just going to be limited to like five every single month is what the email said. So there you go. That makes sense. Um, I'm excited, but also nervous because I feel like we just can never choose what book to pick anyways. And now it's just going to give me even more options to be indecisive about, you know? I know. I know. I'm so excited. And um, you can check out like our written interviews with the authors that we have interviewed um, Sarah Desai and Carla Lovering and Megan Golden. Um, those are on the website at booksbitesboos.com as well. And then, of course, you can go back and listen to the episodes. Yes, my goal is five interviews this year. And I feel like we can do it because we did three interviews last year in our first season. Like we're just coming out of the woodwork and now we've got our second season going. Like we got this. I'm excited. Yeah. So that wraps up pretty much this episode. Um, The next episode, we will wrap up part two of our discussion. We're going to have more cocktail recipes, more um, either dinner or appetizer or dessert recipes. And um, then we are also going to let you know the next book that we'll be reading so you can read along. Yes. Happy season two. Thanks for being here. We're excited to go through this season with you, read all the books, do all the things. And uh, yeah, welcome back to Books Bites Booze. Yeah, for sure. I'm so excited. So Me too. Oh, thank you guys. And we'll see you Thanks next time. Listening. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.